but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth grip length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks as well. Hey there, Mugs. The Mugs are back for... Made a bit of a Melbourne Cup Oaks Day review as well. But, of course, we've got two more Group 1s to go, mate, for the Melbourne Spring Carnival as well as a stacked card at Doomin again, mate. How much bloody race yep. has gone on at Doomin the last month? Mate, <laughs> they've been pretty busy. I'm surprised the track's holding up the way it's going. But, anyway, here we are. It's still cranking along and looks in pretty good order again. Soft five, apparently, but that's the old... That's every week. <laughs> every week. But uh, mate, well, we were we were there wreaking some carnage there on Tuesday. Melbourne Cup, mate. I'm getting closer. Um, I think both of us yeah. I had twilight payment in my numbers. Of course, had a big fat zero dollars on it, which is classic mug style. Prince of Varan, yeah. mate. The one that got away. I honestly think if it gets out early, it probably wins that race, to be honest. It was it was storming that final fifty. I was just like, oh, can they run it? Can they run it thirty two and fifty meters? Because because I think he might run over the top of them, mate. But yep. um, it's turning into a bit of a red cadeau repeat job, isn't it? Just, well, that's yeah, three in a row, isn't it? I mean, you'd, yeah. you'd still love to be the owner. Don't, don't get me wrong, but yeah, oh yeah, of course. I don't know if they'll come back again though, because it just what will it? It'll pick up um, a bit more weight as well next year off the back of that. I would have thought, yep. and then it sort of gets almost weighted out of it again. So yeah, I mean, I didn't have Twilight Payne in my numbers, but um, I probably should have, knowing that um, Lloyd Williams is the um, is the owner. But anyway, <laughs> yep, <laughs> we well, move on. <laughs> exactly, mate. And it just just well just screams Tiger Moth looks to be. Uh, a bit of a force yeah. for the next couple of Melbourne Cups there as well. All international trifectas. So come on, the Aussies. Yeah. Well, I'm to be honest, I'm looking up the surprise baby tears at the moment because uh, I think I'm the only bloke in the world that declared it wouldn't run top 10. And <laughs> look at me now, just as broke as the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, yeah, disappointing really, I think. And then I think they sort of said they're pretty happy with the run I read on the, from the reports from Paul Pruska, which I thought was a bit surprising considering because I would have thought he doesn't run in the top 10. You're pretty disappointed in yep. a field of 24, but anyway. Well, exactly. Well, what are you, what are you looking forward to from here? You know, it's it's queuing the racket. Yeah, there's not anything coming up that no. they can sort of like head towards. So I was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Strange, but we'll move on from that. And then I saw just before the RSPCA's come out and they're having a crack at the um the old whip rules after the um after the big fine to K Max. So we'll see what happens there. Well, <laughs> watch that space. I think. Watch this space. I'm sure we'll be talking about it every other week like we have the last four years about these bloody whip rules. Anyway, yep. it'd be nice if someone at Racing Victoria got something done for once. Need to put Volandi yep. in touch, don't we, mate? Hey. Yeah, that's right, the, the master. Mate, we can't live in the past. We've got to move on. We've got to move on to this Saturday. We're back at Doombin, mate. We're going to absolutely storm home here. I'm confident we're going to pick the card between us because we've been starting to see one. <laughs> I think you've said that the last 10 weeks in a row. Exactly. But this this week I mean it, mate. And the classic, you know, the classic on Tuesday mugs, we were out there at the track. It was good to say g'day to a couple of you mugs out there. Of course, we, well, I had an absolute blinder at Doombin 
and not one tip that I put up to share with the mugs just because I thought, look, it's a weak Tuesday card. They're just racing for the sake of the cups on. We're not gonna uh, we're not gonna drag you mugs down the the hole that we dig ourselves every week. And yep, Murphy's Law. Sure. Hey? <laughs> anyway, mate, the rail is uh, is pretty much back in the true this weekend, which surprises me yeah. a little bit. Half um, a meter. We're, we're starting off with the two year olds, mate. This is our specialty, so I'm looking forward to hearing your words because you've got your good old friend. Yeah. And ready, which is becoming a little bit costly in its young career so far. Race one, yep. have you seen it? I'm going back to the well again, mate. <laughs> oh no! It just—it doesn't. You can't get. You can't get off it. It's not. It's not ever running poorly. I think back in the true, it probably doesn't necessarily help its case, but it draws the five. Malian on board again. So I'm fingers crossed. He's finally figured out that does need to sit a tiny bit closer otherwise it's just going to be you know that final bound and it gets just doesn't quite get there but i'm going again mate i, I think four dollars is probably still value in a pretty open field and i know what it's going to do it's going to be flashing late it'll be a chance it's going to be thereabouts i don't there was nothing else that sort of jumped off the page at me and i just thought at that price i'm happy to happy to launch again <laughs> yep mate third time lucky i don't know yep. this is the charm I think, uh, yeah, I think Alert and Ready might have a little segment in there next week if uh, we can't get it done for the Kevin Kent Yard. Mate, I'm jumping on the dream team here. Bailey for Tony on Canuck, the first starter there in the uh, the black soil bloodstock colours there, the old black and white, mate, the Collingwood Magpies yep. colours. Um, but I just know this particular uh, syndicate, they like to push forward with their horses. So... After watching Tuesday, it was a little, you know, horses were winning, I guess, if they were good enough, but it was a little bit leader bias, those first three or four. So, again, just yeah. those first three or four races at Doombin, I think Bailey can just sit this fella forward on debut. That's sort of what they did in the trial. Um, but, again, mates, two-year-olds, you don't know what the hell you've got until you've got it with these things. So, not a lot of confidence there. As, uh, as you are there with alert and ready, mate, having a punt because we're the mugs and we bloody love it. And we'll jag the quinella. Yep. That's how we do it. Yep. That's how we do Probably it. Will. I'll, be, I'll be storming and storming in just a second. <laughs> Mate, we'll, uh, we'll move on quickly there because there is a very, very good girl in this next race. We've got Isotope coming back first up. You're getting okay. two bucks, two dollars twenty if you're lucky there with a bit of an odds. It's a dollar eighty-five on sports bet now, no oh. scratching. So it's yeah. been they have stormed into it. Well, I've just actually refreshed my uh, my app there, mate, and it's just jumped down. So forget what I just said there, mugs. I'll make up uh, yep. my own odds, and no one's giving them to me. But mate, <laughs> it's uh, it jumps from barrier eight, so it's going to have to do a little bit of work to to push forward. And and we saw last prep, if it doesn't settle in the first couple, it can look a little bit unsettled. But it's had a bit of time off. It's had a bit of time to grow. I guess you've got the uh, the best maiden there in Queensland, Goldsboro, on the second line of betting. Yep. What do you what do you reckon, mate? Does the champ return and make a bit of a claim? Yeah, I just I just think you have to stick with Isotope here. I think you'd be um silly to go elsewhere. I mean, it's second in a JJ Atkins to Rothfire. I mean, it it it's in actually in pretty well at the weights considering really, and yeah, I, the Barry eights. I mean, if it was fifteen of twenty, maybe I'd be worried, but. 
eight of eight, I think, isn't it? There's only eight in the race. It's like how much trouble can it really get into? And you've got the best jockey in Queensland on board. So happy to stick. Yeah, mate, 100%. I just, even if you go wrong, I think the class just floats to the top here. Um, You know, the few of these other horses, it's going to be an interesting watch to watch them go around. But, you know, you look at, as you said, JJ Atkins form, look where that sort of catapulted a few horses to this, this sort of prep. So, I mean, if you're contesting that that race, there's a bit of ability there. Nice little prep, comes back bigger, stronger, better, faster. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to play, if you want to play exotics, Goldsbury would be the one with the weight swing in its favour. But I'd still just think Isotope gets it done here, really. Mate, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, yeah. the mugs are on board, mate. We're seeing them early, seeing them early, and we're going to need to, mate, because we move on to the time-honoured Chris Waller middle distance BM seventy-two. He's, he's got becoming one. my favourite race of every week. Oh, it is. It just gets better and better. I'm, I'm dead set thinking that we just scrap the other eight races and just have an hour podcast on this BM72 every week. It's that good. Yeah. He does Once have he's one got, he's runner. Got the one runner. Yep. I could do better, which was scratched a couple of weeks ago uh, in mm-hmm. one of his other versions of this race. But... It's starting at uh, $14. So you're getting a bit of value this week for the old Chris Waller army, but Fields of Yulong, mate. <laughs> this thing, the Fields of Yulong at Tom Melbourne, look at this. Yeah. The last <clears throat> two starts has a second and a second to his name. Hasn't won for over a year. You're getting $3 yeah. to find out if it's another hard I think I was, Yeah, I think I was on the day it ran fifth and then I've – Jumped off it since then, and it's gone third, second, second. It's just a yeah. It's no. It's yep. it's time to it's time to hop off that. Um, it's, it's almost in the sea. I think. In fact, if it doesn't win on the week, and it's probably in the sea. No, I've um I've gone back to the well with one that we um at the mug sphere have been a bit of a fan of of late, and I think I think Populist is over the odds here at seven dollars. I um first up, I think ignore that run. It was too wide when you need in a race we needed to be on pace, and it just wasn't the right distance. Jumps up here to the twenty two hundred. Um. Comes through that race as well. I think Kadar came out on Cup Day, I believe, and won at Doombin. We were, I yep. think I was on that day because I just had another crack at Kadar because I couldn't let it go around without having a bit of a cheeky play, and it got the um, got the big win. Um, I just think it was winding up late. It was sort of doing its best work. I do note that it's probably not potentially the best track for it. I'd probably prefer Eagle Farm, but I just think if it draws the five and it can tuck in behind them and there's a few pairs close. I thought Populous was a great bet. 2,200, soft track if we get any more rain, definitely. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good play and gets the claim. So I'd be running with 56 kilos. Yep. No, you're right, mate. You've seen them pretty well. I'm seeing them just, uh, just one above you there in the market. Sticking with winning yep. form here because I think it's going to be a bit of a... Produce. Prevail. I thought this could be your selection. <laughs> Traduce, that's it, mate. You can read me like a book, but we got the King Burn on top, mate. Uh, look, just starting to piece them together. Its last two starts has been at the 2200, mate. So we know it's rock hard fit. It's going to get the trip. Um, and it's just more, it's more the other horses in this field that probably scream a little bit more ability are just too unreliable. I mean, Fields of Yulong, we touched on there at the start, mate. But, you know, you've got the Waller Runner, $14, hasn't won for 12 months plus. I mean, how can you have any confidence in some of these bloody horses in this race? It's just no, that kind yeah, of race. It's, it's, a, 
It's the classic staying handicapper. <laughs> oh, mate, it is crazy. My my only sort of uh, concern on Populous was just maybe third, fourth up. It's going to really string them together. So I'll be I'll be watching for a, a big run from Populous, hoping that he's come back just as good as uh, he uh, went to the field last time, mate, because it's going to be fill up in the summer for the Muzz. The Muzz. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Mate, moving on to race four, and it look doesn't get any easier here. We got four bucks the field, the Phillies and mares, mate, over the twelve hundred meters. Vine is the power. First up comes back in for the Edmonds yard again. That was one of those ones last prep that just got the job done a time and time again. But again, you got a pretty decent field of battlers that are all around the same mark. Hence why we're here doing the form. But you got Lacosmo first up there as well with the chocolates at 350, mate. Are you seeing this any clearer than me? Because I'm banging my head against something and it is not helping. Yeah, I've um I like I like El Cosmo. I, it's been a it's been of a bit of a midweek um, love of mine down in Sydney over the winter, and it just doesn't like to win. <laughs> I will I will know that. I think it um it, it tends to run. It sort of does a bit of the old handsome down and does a bit of the alert and ready stuff. But I just think this midweek Sydney form, Saturday Grey Doombin, it'll line up pretty well here. You get Steph Thornton, it's up with David Van Dyke. I've noticed a lot of these Queensland trainers seem to pick up these sort of Sydney horses, these sort of like yeah. middle range Sydney horses that just can't get the job done down there. And then they come up here and just clean up like I think Desert Lord later on in the day is about a dollar eighty five and it's the same sort of thing. Um I just thought draws the tent, it's gonna go back anyway, so I'm not too worried about that. And I just thought um comes into this off a fairly sharp trial. It ran second less than a length, so it should be ready to go. And Steph Thornton on is a bit of a plus. Fingers crossed she's back in form. Yeah, well I'm I'm sticking with reliability here and thine is the power on top for the yeah. models, mate. As, as I said, we've had some fun with this girl last prep. She's had the two trials coming into this first up assignment. So that sort of tells me that uh, they're ready to go first up. Um, and again, it's one of those horses that just going to sit sit in a handy position, you know, barrier seven, should settle in. There should be plenty of pace on to make this an actual, you know, a bit of a decent uh, tempo. And she's just got that, that late turn of foot, which wins you races. As simple as that. Simple as that, mate. Certainly does. All right. Stop yapping. Let's get to race five, mate. And again, doesn't get any easier. Whew. Class three. No, this is a tough this is a tough day. <laughs> mate, it is. It's a and I was sort of uh I was sort of ready to to get stuck in because the next month mugs is gonna be probably a little bit flat still, but Doombin Eagle Farm up here in Queensland, we've got a bit of a summer series where they've pumped a bit of prize money in. So you're going to start to, well, we're seeing it today. You've seen a few good horses start to come back first, second up, but it's yep. uh, it's tricky little meat. It's a tricky little meat. Grand mm-hmm. Zoo for our good old mate, Robbie Frad, mate. $5.50 the field. And again, mate, we can name a few of these horses and you would have backed every bloody one of them. Peroni for Golan, Sacred Sweet, yep. Stubai coming down from the North Queensland Mackay region. There's another Golan runner. There's another Golan runner. There's probably another four Heathcote runners in there. I don't know. Don't have enough time, mate, to go through them all. We just want one, though. Yep, mate. Well, I'm heading out. Um, I'm heading out west, and I'm heading for Nick Natanui for me. Eight dollars. Um, I, like, I mean, it, 
like you said, it's just this race is fairly impossible. I've gone with here on pace, Straws Barrier 2. I just thought with the rail back, you probably want to be there. That'll be the superior ground, I would have thought. Anything sort of three or four lanes wide, you're perhaps in a bit of trouble. And I thought the race, apart from Grand Zoo, which has drawn the absolute car park, is a few on pace runners, but no genuine leaders other than Nick Natnui. And if it does steal a few cheap sectionals, I thought it could get the job done at $8. It's a pretty good each way play, I thought. Yeah, handy, handy, mate. I'm I'm sticking with the Fragmeister here. And by sticking with, I'm telling you, I'm backing him in for the first time, probably ever. No, ever. For a long time. <laughs> What's happened? Honest, you feeling okay? <laughs> completely honest, I uh, I sort of had this horse marked before I saw the jockey on board. So, Robbie, Christmas is coming up, mate. If you expect to be in the mugs, Chrissy list, do the right thing for Moz. Mate, but again, it just sort of comes down to, oh, well, this race is a few, but it's been super consistent. It's uh, yeah. it's racing pat, mate, goes forward. At Doombin, I think that's obviously going to suit a horse like this one. I do note that it's uh, zip from one at the track, but again, that's a couple of preps ago. So I think the, the Edmonds team have, have figured this guy out and, and got him racing really, really well. So on top for me, mate. 550, six bucks. I think this field, you're probably going to get that come race day too. So don't yeah, hold the trigger on I it. I can't see getting less than fours on any of these, to be honest. It'll, no. Nothing will shorten up wildly. Yeah. Well, you even just you even just go through. I mean, the rough even of the field here is City Smart at 51 to one there. And, and two starts ago, yeah. that was, you know, a pretty smart thing. too. <laughs> Mate, it's it's a nuts, nuts kind of field. How, how do you line these ones up? Who knows? Because I don't, I don't. Mate, quality time. <laughs> quality time, quality time. How about Indeed, the youngsters today, though, time. We, uh, we didn't pick a winner, but uh, personally, yeah. I mean, we talk about horses just not getting a job done and jumping off, and that was definitely one of those horses for Moz. And it wins. What a great bloody day. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about. Uh, I think there's a few crooked things going on. Perhaps <laughs> I'll leave that. I'll leave that to the mugs to decide about that. But um, I I just can't see how a horse um isn't quite right. And then yeah, it improved. It improved lengths. Yep. On perhaps how it should have, but it did have the um. I suppose he did rate it fairly well. And then a few of the others, I think most of the comments were didn't get the trip. I think that was what Huey said about Montefilia. Yep. But jury's out for him. He's um he wrote what did he write three winners today? And then couldn't Bowman get the job done on which the one? Best. Yeah, Bowman. <laughs> yeah, Bowman. Yeah, the best ride of the day. Couldn't get the job done. I don't know. And then a lot of the other truckies said doesn't run the twenty five hundred. But it's an awkward bloody distance, that stupid Oaks race. I just I don't understand it because it's another one of those ones where nothing really comes out and does a whole lot post. Well, so, half of this field yeah. were maidens, you know. It's it's one of those – I think it's just one of those races where you're hoping you've got a gun young horse and if it's not winning sprints, you just keep running it at the distance hoping it might make an O strip just as a, a yeah. bit of a last roll. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they don't sort of they don't they don't pop up and do anything afterwards. So yeah, it's an interesting. I think it's just a history making race more than it is anything else, really. Yep, it's probably just a, a group one that's just been there forever and tradition, yeah. mate. They don't like changing tradition. The old Mexicans down south. So no. 
to them, mate. Good luck to them. Anyway, mate, we've got uh, we've got the good stuff up here in Queensland. That's where the premier racing is. And, of course, back at the Brisbane Racing Club at Doom in this weekend, mate, the greatest racing club in the world. Do it all. Do it all. Do it all. Race six, Quaddy, first leg, Desert Lord, $2.45. That's incorrect, mate. I'm just getting excited for Desert Lord. Now, we've got Star Rossa there in race six, mate. It's the three-year-olds. That's what <laughs> we know. We? <laughs> That's it. The three-year-olds at handicap conditions. And again, mate, you've got a, a couple of good horses coming back. Glitter Strip, Pilatus, last start winner there, mate. Corvo. Oh, I think I'm giving up on Corvo. Uh, yeah. List goes There's on, one mate. down the list I'm giving up on. The Minge, you know, Zephyr, yeah. who's been scratched the last 14 bloody weeks when I keep backing it. I don't know. Yeah. The youngins, they're all back for another crack at a good prep. Yeah, man, I think um, the Minjas, it's basically gone. I think it's, um, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if it's come back right or something, or I don't know if it was ever right, to be fair. I think we caught it that one time and it won at 12, yeah. $12. And I, don't think, like, I think, in fact, at every race since and it's not gone any good. So yeah, I think it might be off there, but I'm on, um, with those you mentioned it earlier, I'm on Zephina. I thought um, lightly race three-year-old filly here. Um, it's done nothing wrong in its two starts. You're right. It's been scratched a billion times, but it draws the five here. Should be right in behind the pace. Queen Dazzler and also Best to Hurry, which should probably kick forward. But if not, it might even it might even lead. And I just thought in a pretty tough race, I want to go for the value. And a few of those in the top of the market, I just simply don't trust. Yeah. Even Star Ross has been a bit interesting it's sort of last couple of starts so yeah i'm, I'm happy to play at the 11 dollars. i thought it was a pretty good each way bet yeah no 100 mate i'm looking outside the favorites too and, and just looking at this market golan's got the first four in the market yeah so, that, that so, scares the shit out of me too whiz, whiz. well i'm gonna go another uh another stable that does fly whether it's at the t-bar or in town that's the sears yard they got Queen Dazzler there at the nine bucks for me. Um, look, on debut, this thing smoked them. There was a bit of hype around it that day, I remember. Came back at the shorts first up. I remember Big Tony said, look, just a bit of a bit of a first up assignment. The plan is to go into town in a couple of weeks. So just looking at the speed map, it just might be able to get the front pretty comfortably. And hopefully that's how they leave it. Because at uh, Ipswich it was, um, it was just absolutely nagged from 15 metres into this race. So if we can get all the favours, it's going to look like a bit of a speed machine a long way out. So the nine bucks, mate, I'm happy to have a little each-way stabaroo. Same with you there is Zephyr at the 11. So a bit of market. Strap yourself in and... <laughs> yeah. Yep, strap in, strap on, whatever you want to do to get a winner, you get one. <laughs> Hey, race seven. Now we've got Desert Lord, and I reckon uh, I reckon you might be a little bit keen on the Desert Lord. It looks the goods here. Uh, I guess the 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 issue, mate, is just that barrier draw, barrier eight. There's a bit of speed on. I think he does his best work when he just gets to the front and dictates terms. Can he do it on Saturday? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think he's going to get taken on here by potentially Sea Raider and Galtiro, and even Voile or Voulet. I thought would um would have a pretty fair crack at him up front in the lead. 
I've actually um I'm, I'm sort of going I feel like I brought the well with me this week I've um I've settled back on another one of our potential old old favorites in um, in Star of Michelin mate I just thought um I thought from the barrier draw it starts off here um second up at a trip that sort of does suit um I think it's it's got a fa- it's got a fair record second up it's more to do with where it's going to be in the run because I want to be tucked in right in behind them. I know it's a back marker, but I think in some of its runs, it does have the ability to sort of posse up a bit closer. And I think from the draw, if McGilvery takes it all the way to the back, well, it's absolutely no chance. Yeah, but um, that first run, yeah, was a blowout, I think. And I just think it draws superbly here. And the soft is just, I'm tickle pink with the soft track, if that's what we get. Would prefer Eagle Farm, but I think $26 and $6 the place for a genuine star, I think, is a is a pretty good bet. Yeah, mate. Well, I'm going to be – I'm back on one that's going to be absolutely hard in your mouth with you the whole bloody ride, and that's Toko Ricky Lad. So yep. the lad does <clears throat> not win out of turn, will absolutely flush home every single bloody start. But I think yep. what's uh, – <laughs> I think what the difference is this prep is that Mr. TG, look, it had two trials before its first up run. It's had a trial since then. So, you know, going through its last couple of preps, the stats ain't too good for its first, second up sort of assignments. But I think he is a little bit more forward than previous preps. Um, and the, the speed's going to be on here. Like, that's that's where... Yeah. I think that's why I like Star at Michelin because I thought there's plenty of pace here. Yep. I mean, if you look at, well, as you said, Sea Raider, Galtiero, Desert Lord knows no other way. Even Star, a good old yep. mate, Star Virgo, can just be an absolute nut job and, and lead by 10 yeah. lengths. Who knows what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, well, I'm not getting sucked into that, put it that way. So <laughs> at the 13.50, it is, um, it's probably the nicest sort of start there at Doombin because you do get that whole that shoot start, that hold back straight to, to sort of find your spot. So horses that have drawn on the inside um, or or from a wide gate there at the back markers, they do have time to sort of settle without burning too much petrol. So that's what we're hoping for, mate. And it's going to be a good ride home for you and I both. Yep. We'll just be I'm... flying down the outside. <laughs> I'll be going inside row. He'll be outside row. Oh, geez. They'll be zigzagging and going absolutely bloody everywhere. Absolutely. Mate, I'll tell you what, it's a bit of a main event, this next race here. The quality handicap, again, over that 13.50 shoot. Uh, Mate, just listen to these three horses, top three in the market. Emerald Kingdom, egg on our face from last week, mate. Grey Missile, Red Chase. (sighs) Then, Then you add in Ballistic Boy into the mix. Love you, Lucy's still around, mate. Boom, Sarah doesn't know how to run a bad race. Fiery Heights is even paying $34, mate, and will lead on its ear. This is a cracker. It's tough, but I think we can find the winner here. Yep, we can, and it's going to be a grey missile, mate. It comes into this third up. Part, what did you say? Said he's sticking mugs. Buckle up. Yeah, sticking with mate. I'm not. I'm not getting off this. I've learned my. I've learned my lesson from last time. You jump off, they get the job done. I'm still getting four dollars forty, which I think is a pretty good price. 
Um, it gets a one and a half kilo weight swing on Emerald Kingdom. And there is so much pace on this. There is no way that Emerald Kingdom gets its own way out in front with Boomsar and Monzo Gustav gets stuck in, in fiery heights. And I think Grey Missile will be tucked right in behind. It probably love your Lucy and Red Chase and it'll be a battle between those three. And I think, I think um, Grey Missile third up with the fitness will be too good. Uh, mate, well, I'm... <laughs> I'm going to be your enemy here because if we talk form lines, Emerald Kingdom just knocked off Grey Missile last start. So I'm going the Kingdom on top. I think he's just a Doom and Horse 101. Does all his best racing there. Took him to Eagle Farm a couple of times. Just hasn't worked out. Uh, and he, he's sort of, yes, he, you know, the tempo wasn't really that difficult for him last start, but just shows a little bit more versatility now that he doesn't have to lead on his own. You know, he sort of sat yeah. sat one off, was niggled at, was able to fight him off. Um, it's just a matter of how many horses try to get stuck into him if he does push forward for the lead there. So fingers crossed, Fiery Heights just pulls him across. He can sit in a prime spot. Um, and I'm wary of your boy and Red Chase just being a little bit too far, too back to leave it too late for the kingdom. <laughs> Oh. Hang on again. <laughs> mate, well, speaking of uh, speaking of wells, mate, there is a <laughs> this we should just call this the Muggle Well handicap, this last race, the get out stakes. Yeah. Uh, mate, I might I might just let you read through some of these horses that you've had a bit of a asphyxiation with over the last well, your punting career, let alone the last couple of months on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple here. We um, we'll start. We'll start off right at the top with um, Command and Conquer, wow. La Palmiere, oh. Stuttering. Oh. I think I've had a crack at GTT before. Oh. Snow Zone, Racecourse Road, Jeez. Colpo di Tamburo. I've had a play at, and even Plenty right down the bottom at thirty five dollars. I reckon. Yeah, this is almost the. Um, this is the. Um, the bean mug handicap, basically. There's that many horses here I've had a crack at. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm going straight back to one of the wells. <laughs> oh, jeez. And, and, and that's the... Um, your toes in. That's, that's the command and conquer well, mate. I just think... Um, I just think first up, this prep just wasn't uh, first up. Last prep wasn't quite right. I think um, I've got a stick here, Jimmy Orman, who I think is a stellar job. It scares the shit out of me because there was a few times last prep where he just didn't quite get it right. Oh. But assuming a bit more mature, there's no trial, so probably potentially a bit green. But I trust the Trigger Yard, and I just think um, I think he's the best horse in the race. And I think sometimes you just got to stick with the system. Mate, 100% with you there, and that's a cracker way to finish because I'm, I'll be pretty bullish if I'm still alive in the money side of things come race number nine at Doom yeah. there on Saturday. <clears throat> I just uh, I just think in a year's time, we'll be talking about this horse potentially doing some bigger and better things, and I think it kicks off now. Had that you know first or second prep where they just had to nut a few things out, um, and he's, he's here... He, I think they might have. Did they geld him, or he was a gelding? I thought I did have it written down, but I didn't. But either way, um, I know from last last prep yeah, they were you know pretty bullish about this fella's potential ability to to take it to that next level. So 
I trust yeah. the trainer, mate, and boom, he's just going to come back and, and you go. Get $3, you get $3.10 yeah. to find out. It's not like you're getting two ten or something like that or odds on or whatever. It's three ten. There's still half a price there. So, yeah. No, 100%, mate. He is almost bet of the century, I find, on Saturday. I mean, yeah. you've, just, you've got some good horses going up against him, but I think they're all around that good horse level. This fella has the upside. This fella has a bit of an X factor that, uh, that you're looking for. You know, just to separate something in the form because you look at the form, yep. lightly raced. Well, what does that tell you? It tells you they look after him. Yeah. yeah that's right. Because they got big plans. <laughs> they sure do, mate. All right, mate. Well, look, we'll uh we'll have to go, I'll have to go back through the numbers to review our bit of a group one leaderboard over the spring carnival because Oof, there's only cool. two left, mate. There's only I don't think I've picked one. I think I picked one yet. <laughs> Well, hopefully that means I've picked at least one, which uh, yep. thankfully very Pixie elegant least two for me. So I think I can confidently say I'm in front, but, mate, you're only as good as I'll your last agree tip. With that. Only as good as your last tip. 5-3, I think, or 5-4 potentially, something like that, I think is probably the leaderboard because I think we've come up with donuts across the carnival for memory. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll say 5-4 just to keep the mugs enthralled there at home that it could be a good battle coming <clears throat> Oh, mate, I'm getting two from two this week, so don't worry about it. We can keep it at 5-3 and we're up with that. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. Well, look, speaking of home straight, mate, there is the Dali Sprint. It's an absolute cracker of a race. Almost uh, a bit of the afterthought to the Everest for some of these horses, but you've got one that absolutely blew everyone's socks off in the Everest, and that was the Bivouac. I doubted him. He came out, ran a bold second, mate, but, of course, he's got to – back up against our good old friend at Nature Strip. Yeah, God, I hate that horse. I, I just, I want, I wish, I wish, um, is it, um, it's Steve Hansen. Uh, is it Steve Hansen? Uh, who is it? It's the, um, the old Kiwi, the rugby trainer of the ex, the ex Kiwi rugby trainer who owns, I think it is Steve Hansen. I think he's the owner of it. And I hope he just retires the prick and Chris Waller takes him back to the paddock. Cause I hate Nature him. Strip. But, um, uh, Rod Lyons. Yeah. I, I, yeah, can't stand him. But I thought um, I thought him and Fabergino will lead. Um, although Fabergino on anything other than a good track is genuinely awful. And I um, I've I've landed on one here. I've jumped off Santa and Lane, and not with Bivouac. But I think Tafane was just too bad to be true last start in the Everest. And I just think here. Whilst it draws the two, I'd prefer it to draw out wide. I think they're probably all going to follow the strip and Fabergino to the far outside, and it'll probably be coming down the middle, maybe eight or nine lanes in. Gets the informed jockey, Jai McNeil, on board, and I just thought him it's a pretty open affair. Gets a weight swing on Zutori as well, which I think is handy, and they're sort of similar prices in the market, but I just thought at a bet where there could be plenty of pace on board, particularly if Nature Strip and Fabergino eyeball each other, it could be running over the top late. Special mention to Graf, who is oh. who's 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 back there again, mate. If it wins, I'll mate. I'd, I almost quit punting if Graf wins. If 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 Danny O'Brien has managed to get him right, he's a genius. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to almost chop my dick off and eat it as sushi. To be completely honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, I'm looking inside of the Everest form here because I just think that 
race is an absolute gut buster. That is grand final 101. You don't you don't set the horse for the Dali sprint and just go, oh, we'll just have a bit of a blowout in the Everest. So it kills me to say this, but the horse I do have on top is Haydock. And I can't believe I am saying that. I know. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let let things be silent for a minute. You need to apologise to everyone, including yourself, for that disgusting yeah. word. Just the words that came out of your mouth. I hate myself <laughs> right now. Oh. Hate, okay. Fair enough. Continue. Tell uh, it to me. I don't really know if I want to. That's the that's the thing. But look, I as I said, the top four in the market coming through that Everest run, and I just think that is an absolute gut buster of a run. Um, the you know the other side of the form is Haydock going through. He's built up to the Manicado, uh, a pretty average Manicado field as well. Put away trekking in that race too, obviously, which just, you know, strengthens my claim. Um, loves Flemington as well. I mean, if, if this boy is ever going to steal a strong group one sprint, I think this is its opportunity because I think that some of these horses are just – probably come to the end of their prep again bit of an afterthought throughout the stumps they might jag one bivouac meets everyone at the weights this year round so that dash in the new market isn't going to be there that's what i'm saying that's all i'm going to say let's move on let's move on fair enough so yeah interesting little race uh mckinnon stakes mate so again this is uh this is a little bit of that Cox Plate sort of afterthought mentality as well. But you got a horse yep. like Arcadia Queen that was absolutely bloody rock stomped, who probably might not have won, but could have ruffled some feathers. Could have been close. Could have ruffled yeah. some feathers. And, and then you got Melody Bell, who's back over. And uh, Moz has famously been saying for years that that horse just doesn't go the Sydney way. So she's back in Melbourne, mate. Mugger yep. 2, 50 stars. Mr. Quickie, again, a few of these horses uh, backing up from really good runs in the Cox. The, um, what was it last week? Shout the Bar one. That's back here as well. The Empire Rose. Again, yep. over the 2,000, mate. That is the difference maker. Flemington, second race of the carnival. <laughs> Sell it. Mate. This is this is my this is spoiled. This is Bean's banger. It's the best of the weekend. I think it's actually honestly the best of the um it's been the best of the whole carnival, this bet. Um if you're backing anything else in this race other than um Melody Bell, I think you're a complete madman. Uh it's odd it's a dead set certainty on the weekend in this race. Even against Arcadia Queen Mugger 2, 50 stars and the like, I think it's a basic it's it's basically a moral. I will. I'm declaring it right now. That it is a certainty. It's three from five. The distance relishes the soft. Um, it's basically it's, it's it's race to lose. John McNeil's on board. The best jock over Red the Red distance Hot. races at the moment. He is in superb form. You'll get a pretty genuine speed with Harlem shout the bar sort of rolling forward, and I think Melody Bell will settle. Uh, maybe one or two pairs back, hopefully off the back of Arcadia Queen, and we'll go straight past her in the straight. Mate, I reckon we just need to coin this as a new segment called the Two Mugs Moral, and that is 100% it, mate. Melody Bell, she is an it's absolute... $5. It's, it's $5. It's almost just like a just have this is your only bet of the year and just have yep. 5000 on her. She's, she's dead set. This is... Yep, I'm sorry, Arcadia Queen fangirls. 
She is nowhere near the talent that Melody Bell is, nowhere near the speed, the distance. Every box has been ticked. Mugatu, fluke run fourth in the Cox Plate. I know we pumped it, pumped the tires before, but that's just for the entertainment factor. Mr. Quickie has done one good run in the last 15 bloody starts. Dallas Anza has been. Shout the bars a fluke. This is an absolute <laughs> B-grade McKinnon Stakes yeah. of WFA has been. Melody Bell, 100%. back in for the point to prove, as I sort of uh, touched on, mate, she just doesn't go the Sydney way. Zip from six in Sydney. Every yeah. start in Melbourne has finished in the, uh, in the placing. So... She yeah. just relishes that way, and again, soft. It wouldn't be wouldn't be the Melbourne Cup Carnival without the Kiwis stealing a Group One either. So the Richards tables over to, over to Nab One. Yep, hundred percent, mate. So yep, I'm on board with you there. Let's just roll into the beans banger. Apart from Melody Bell, mate, you got to give the uh, the mugs something to cheer oh, home. The mugs, doing, so- Something from Doom, but mate, I'm I'm sticking with um I'm sticking with Great Missile again. I think it was my. Beans banger last week, and I just think it gets the job done this week. Third up will be too good. Absolutely, mate. I'm just going to go uh, a bit of a confidence builder here, mate. Isotope, she is the real deal. I'm firmly in her corner. Apart from Roth Fire, we love Roth Fire a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Ate a few more sports, But, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited to sort of see – how she's come back and what sort of level she can get to. Again, whether she's a, a bit of a horse that we could send down south to have a bit of a contest of some bigger, better races and bring them back home to Queensland, mate. One zip. Yeah. <laughs> Queenslander. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, look, anything else that you want to add on for the mugs out there? Uh, any uh, any life advice or, or any hints and tips for them that they should be aware of? No, it's been a, just a few words. It's been a pretty good Melbourne Cup carnival considering the tough circumstances we've had and I'm looking forward to finishing it off with some good Group 1 racing down Flemington. It's also raced pretty fair, which has been good too. That's been a bonus. Nothing worse than a bias Caulfield track. So we've got a fair Flemington track, which has been my favourite. <laughs> yes, and uh, I think that's why the world loves Flemington that little bit more than Caulfield, mate. Well, look... Good chat tonight. It's looking like a good weekend upcoming. Next week, Muggs, we might do a bit of a, uh, a spring carnival recap on some of our big wins, big losses, favourite moments in between, or we'll just ramble on for 45 minutes like we always do. See ya. Catch you, Muggs. <laughs>